Thanks for tuning in to the Movie Know-It-All podcast, part of the Know-It-All network. For our past listeners, thanks for following us as we make this transition. We have lots of things in store, so stay tuned and be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. We're also launching Patreon with exclusive content like early access to brand new episodes, feature-length movie commentaries, and more, all for as little as $5 a month. If you're new here, be prepared for foul language, truth bombs, bad impersonations, and stuff you can't find anywhere else. Remember, other podcasts may know a lot, but we know it all. To the Movie Know It All podcast here on the Know It All Network. We are your hosts. I'm Will. And I'm Bob. And I know what sex is. I just haven't physically had it. <laughs> that, ladies and gentlemen, is the caliber of jokes you're going to get not only from this movie, but also from <laughs> us because it has been a long time. Mm-hmm. How long has it been? Like five months? Oh, man. About five months now, maybe? So it's much has a- changed in the last five months. So much has happened in the last five months. We had boy, summer boy, vacation, kid. summer vacation, and um, like so much, uh, so much stuff to talk about. Yeah, especially when it comes to home remodeled. Yeah, uh, I spent way too much money. Um, well, I wouldn't say way too much money because we could have spent a lot more. It's never way too much money when it's your actual home. Yeah, and. Uh, for those of you that don't know, uh, we we got a house. We're living in a house now, my childhood home. Well, not really my childhood home, my adult home, but this this is a family home that we've owned since the 70s. And uh, when we first moved in here, kind of looked it. So, <laughs> so, yeah, uh, I you. So uh, my wife and I decided to, uh, to take our uh, summer bonus money and um, use it towards uh painting and and remodeling and rebuilding some stuff and buying some new uh um uh like washer or new dryer and stuff so so yeah and uh, we've been we've been uh we've been broke ever since so <laughs> that's the the one thing i cuz i'll be moving into my childhood home uh later this year mm-hmm. and uh yeah you really can see like cuz we my grandfather got that in 1980 Mm-hmm. for my for my mom and like it's one of those things like yeah it looks it and like it's a it's a beautiful home until it's your home yeah and then, and it's, then you realize it, that you and then can't... it's your fucking burden because like <laughs> looking at the house and like having my stepdad tell me all the stuff that like, oh yeah you need to fix this and you need to fix that and you need to fix this and it's like oh there that goes yeah like but i'll tell you what though the one thing i am looking forward to is having a washer and dryer of my own yeah. Like Christ, am I looking forward to that? Because God, I hate, hate sharing a washer and dryer. Not having park. to climb stairs either, huh? Oh, I cannot wait to get rid of stairs. Yeah. Like never again. I have. Uh, no, I despise stairs <laughs> so much. I miss having a yard. I cannot wait to have a yard. I can't wait to find an empty shopping cart on the side of the road that I can pick <laughs> and take home. Everybody thinks yeah. that's everybody thinks that's fucking wacky until you start bringing home groceries. And yep. you can bring your shopping cart in the house and unload your groceries with the shopping cart. Holy yep. shit. Life changing. Well, 
Well, my house is awesome because I can actually pull the R truck right up to our front door. So mm-hmm. I can just back it up. I had it's so funny because I saw a story earlier where this woman, uh, her father passed away mm. and his last wish was to be buried in his backyard, mm-hmm. who he bequeathed to her. Right. So now since there's a body in the backyard. Yeah. What do you do? Yeah, you can't tax. You can't. It's, you can't tax them. Yeah, you can't tax them and anymore. The, and the and the the city can't take it over. Yeah. So now See, they have. I, the, I considered that, but then I started going through like city of mission shit, and they're like, "Ask for a chicken. Watch what happens." Like <laughs> <laughs> chicken. Yeah, you can't. Yeah. Have, oh, you can't have chicken. You can't have a fucking six foot fence. Like. Yeah. Ooh, there's so That's many crazy. rules. Like, try to build a clubhouse in your backyard. See if we don't fucking go down there and make you tear it down. Yeah. But anyway, uh, speaking of uh, obscure, obscure laws and, and getting around them, um, we're, today, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to be talking about a extremely controversial movie. Uh, controversial Contro- for many, for many ways, many reasons. <laughs> we're going to be talking about The Flash, directed by Andy Muschietti, uh, starring Ezra Miller and uh, Michael Keaton. Ezra- Ezra, I'll kick your ass, Miller. <laughs> so this movie was supposed to be the big culmination of the Snyderverse. Like this was supposed to be the big finale. Um, well, not really. It was supposed to be like a like a like a like an expansion of the Snyderverse, but it ended yeah. up being a, the finale of the Snyderverse. I, I do really because like I, I don't know is Blue Beetle's not part of the Snyderverse, right? Um, no, uh, James Gunn said that this is low key, the first movie of the new DCU of the gun universe. Okay. Yeah. The gun universe. Yeah. Okay. Cause like, if that's the case, then flash didn't go out with a bang and went out with a joke. And <laughs> I, I appreciate it so much. Like I, I know I, I marked out. I'm sorry. It was a markout moment for me. It's like hearing John mm-hmm. Cena's music at SummerSlam. Like it excites you now. You know what? To me, I wanted this to be more like, uh, you know, in wrestling, when they bring back an, an old like when when Hogan came out at Bash at the Beach and and let yeah. drop Macho Man, I yeah. wanted this to be that, but instead it turned out to be the re- Degeneration X reunion versus the Brothers yeah, of Destruction. Yeah, that's that's what it was. It you really know? was. Like it was it was a bald Shawn Michaels and fucking Triple H with a torn pec yeah, and ass falling off. They did so much. Like I'll say this about the movie: it's fucking fun. Like, you guys wanted fun, lighthearted DC movies? You got them. Like, you mm-hmm. fucking crybabies. <laughs> like, I, I hate, I hate so many people that complained. That, oh, it's, it, it's too dark. It's too gritty. It's too this. Yeah. It's too that. Because I have to hear Ben Affleck tell jokes in Batman suits now. And, like, boy, we started dark with Ben Affleck as Batman. Because, yeah. like, he full on, I don't care what you think. Batman v Superman was fucking cool he delivered as batman mm-hmm. like i fucking personally is is still my favorite portrayal of batman is ben affleck in batman v superman and, and, and it's crazy because he said in interviews that this was like he had already like abandoned the role after uh justice league like he had already yeah. like given up on the role and then he came back because he was contractually obligated. They basically had to force him kicking and screaming to come back for this cameo. And he said he fell in love with it again. Like he 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 said that he finally 
found Batman and he finally found Bruce Wayne. Like he, he found that medium. Found Bruce Wayne. He yeah. definitely found Bruce Wayne. Yeah. Like absolutely. He found Batman in, in Batman v Superman. He totally found Batman. Yeah. And like, I, I fucking, I don't care, man. Like I am such a fucking Mark mm-hmm. from Michael Keaton. Like M- Michael Keaton's my Hulk Hogan. Like sometimes yeah. Hulk Hogan comes back and he does the kick and he does the leg drop and you jump up and down. Yeah. Like, and that's fine. Like, there's nothing wrong with that. I think, what was it? WrestleMania 24 or five. He did that. Like he just came back yeah. and leg dropped some guy. And that was really yeah. like the last in WWE. <laughs> but like the crowd was screaming. Like, well, yeah, I mean, you go through, you go through the motions and, you know, you, you do all the, the classic moves and you move yeah. on, you know? Yeah, exactly. And like, that's literally what Michael Keaton did. Yeah. Like he showed up, he greatest hits, he left. Like, and, and, I, and I, I appreciated it so much. It, it worked on, if, if, if like there were ever a target audience right yeah. here, buddy, I'm still honestly, waiting for my Batmobile in the mail. And honestly, that is my biggest problem with uh, Michael Keaton's Batman, because the tone of this movie from the very beginning mm. is set to like level six comedy, five, mm. six comedy. Mm-hmm. Because one of the guys that wrote the script for this movie, I think he was one of the latest writers was John Francis Daly, who also wrote uh, the uh, um, the Spider-Man uh, oh, God. movies. There's so many Spider-Man jokes in this. And uh, yeah. And he also wrote like the like the. Um, <clears throat> the uh, um, the vacation reboot, and uh, which is like two totally different classes of of quality. Right, like, I, I I consider the 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 MCU Spider Man to be some of the best movies yeah. in those in that in that in that universe. Yeah, right, absolutely, absolutely. And then you compare that to a movie like Vacation, where, wow, man. Um, <laughs> Wow, that's about just, the nicest thing you can say about that, huh? Like, and, and, and I, and I love it, <laughs> but <laughs> is he? Yeah, and 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 Chevy Chase, his cameo in that movie is as is as useful as Michael Keaton's, in my opinion, in this movie. Like, it's just to get people in the seats, right? Yeah, because let's face it. Okay, real quick, <laughs> this movie was supposed to be made in 2015, 2013. Right. Okay, so this movie has been in developmental hell for ten years. Yeah, it has been in the developmental hell for a very long time. Ezra Miller has been the Flash this entire time. Okay, he was always he was always meant to be the Flash. He was he was from the very beginning, um, from the very beginning supposed to be playing Barry Allen no matter what. He was the mm-hmm. only consistent thing in this in this movie in the development of this movie. Ezra Miller was the only consistent thing. Right. Okay. Because they're trying to build this universe of all these different movies, trying to copy the MCU. Yes. Uh, the varying degrees of success, you know. <laughs> because I, they, I, that's that's the thing I, that like fucking makes me the most angry, mm-hmm. is because like on any day of the week, like pick a day, a year, anything, I will always take DC over Marvel. Yeah. Like always have, and that's because. A lot of people think I hate Marvel. I don't. I can't stand Marvel movies mm-hmm. they, because they promise one thing and they deliver a children's movie. And that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. This is the, my, my problem with it is they name their movies after really amazing comics sometimes. Yeah. And it's nowhere close to that. Yeah. Like when I heard that part three of Captain America was going to be Civil War, like Civil War is one of the best things Marvel has 
ever produced. But the ever. Civil War is one of the biggest comic yeah. story arcs in ever. history. Like ever. You know? It's infinite. It's infinite crisis big. Yeah. So like. I, you know, I, I paid money to go see that. And I was like, this is fucking Captain America airport skirmish. This is a skirmish. This is a fucking like small thing compared to what like Civil War was a fucking global fight. But it was my fucking... second favorite Captain America movie because it dealt with that, that version's Captain America and his relationship with Bucky and everything. And, well, and, you know. the, the, and the thing is, is like, like to, to give, uh, something to Marvel, and I won't give it to Disney because this was right before Disney acquired it. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were smart enough to cast Robert Downey Jr. as Iron Man. Yeah, like that was one of the Despite smartest. Everybody most... wanting that against against that, you know. Right. It was one of the most brilliant moves. That what was it? John Favreau. Yeah, John Favreau yeah, was, was, Favreau was the one who who was insistent of it. Like it was brilliant. Like absolutely fucking phenomenal choice. And I'm and thinking like, that's the what that was their mentality when they kept Ezra Miller on even after all their uh, mm-hmm. their controversies, you know, they're like, oh man, no, he's he's he, he's gonna get better, he's gonna get better, he's gonna get the help that he needs and everything. And right, yeah, and like and it didn't work. <laughs> look, man, look, man, I'm I'm gonna say this right off the bat. Um, I I uh, I am indifferent towards Ezra Miller as a person. Um, yeah, I, feel that. I am I am uh, aware that mental health is is something that needs to be taken seriously yeah absolutely. you know um so when i heard the news that they were getting help that they were uh going to rehab going to to you know had got a psychologist and you know was was actually trying to help themselves Mm -hmm. i felt you know a little more a little better about putting my full support behind it yeah and then he, and then they started doing other things that you can't in any world agree with. Yeah, you know? exactly. So yeah. from now on, from now on, I am only going to uh, um, acknowledge Ezra Miller as the actor in this movie. Right. Oh, that, gonna, they've, they've killed their career, dude. Like it's yeah. over. It's over for them. Yeah. Like even Warner was very vocal about the fact that like they completely blame him. For, yeah. for the the failure of the flash and, and like they're they're not wrong they're not they're wrong. not that's why yeah, i was like not. and that's that's the yeah. thing is that it's like it's one of those things where it's like i blame the fire for everything that got burned in the house yeah no shit. <laughs> yeah. Like, he yeah. literally lit the, he lit the house on fire he really did and like it was one of those things where it sort of felt like it, it all started off with uh a kool-aid stain on a white carpet and you mm. burned the house down to cover it yeah, like, it, it just got so bad and fucking they 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 ruined it for themselves. And yeah. like, I, I don't completely blame them. I blame mostly Warner Brothers. Um, they yeah for they, keeping them on board. They, they shouldn't have kept them on board. They should have fired. Them. Yeah, they should trust their directors for fuck's sake. Yeah. Like, what do you hire a director for if you don't trust them? Like, I don't understand it. And like, excuse me, every time. They would get the chance to do something really fucking good. Like I, I'm a firm believer, and I know it's it's the conspiracy theorist in me. Um, cause like I I enjoy a good conspiracy, but some of them are just like, yeah, that's I don't fucking buy it any other way. I'm positive, and if anybody from Rotten Tomatoes is listening to this, I mean this when I say it. They're bought by Disney. 
like Rotten Tomatoes mm-hmm. is owned by Disney because it doesn't matter how fucking tiring and how repetitive and how like how many more times are you idiots going to do this story that Marvel goes is also the greatest Marvel movie ever made. Like, no, it's mm-hmm. not. No, it fucking isn't. Mm-hmm. Like, stop telling me that. Like, I don't fucking buy it. It's no better than the last movie. It, you're setting up for another movie. Like, oh, but you got to watch the show to understand the movie. You got to watch the movie to understand the show. Fuck that, off, dude. You know, like, I'll, 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 I'll always defend uh, the, the MCU because, like, I, I, I'm in it. Like, I'm, mm-hmm. I actually put the time into it to watch all the shows, to watch all the movies and everything. And nowadays, I understand the frustration, yeah. you know. And now that the DCU, now that James Gunn is going to – and I, I have full faith in James Gunn. Let yeah. me put that Same. out there. I have full faith in James Gunn. I he's going to go that route now too. He's yeah. going to expand it to TV. He's going to expand it to video games. He's going to expand it to novels. And like what? So sometimes he's, he's, there's going to be something in a movie that you got to oh, yeah. read in the novel. And it's frustrating. You know? Like, And I, that's yeah. the one thing I didn't want in these mm-hmm. movies. Like, I didn't want that you, oh, you got to do this to understand that. Because, like, I realized how much I hated that when um, Prometheus came out. Because mm-hmm. I, I fucking hate Prometheus. I hated Alien Covenant. Like, I think they're, they're proof that Ridley Scott needs to just stay away from the Alien franchise from now on. Like, mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't want him near the Alien franchise. Sorry, I don't. Like, he made one good Alien movie. And, like, granted, it can, it can be interpreted as probably the best alien movie like i understand the argument between alien and aliens like but mm-hmm. one's horror one's action and like i get i get what like if somebody were to tell me alien is their all-time favorite movie totally i understand why it would why yeah. it would be but when someone's like oh cover uh, fucking prometheus is even better than that shut the fuck up no it isn't and like one I- of my old friends would tell me like oh yeah but did you watch the internet stuff? Like, cause you have to get online and there's like you know, an adjacent story. I'm like, I'm not going to yeah. do that. Yeah. Like I have to watch an adjacent story to fucking enjoy my theater experience now. Yeah. Like that takes, that's what that's pointless. Why would I go to the theater? <laughs> that's another reason for me to bootleg it or wait at home for it to come to streaming. Like it's yet so, another reason for me not to give a shit and go see your movie. Yeah. So you have, uh, the death of the Snyderverse. You have Ezra Miller, who's a toxic, just a toxic person all around yeah. right yeah absolutely. and then you have then you have james gunn coming in saying uh yeah all the stuff that came before uh don't like don't even bother with that stuff because we're gonna start anew yeah what for what reason did we have to go watch this movie for right. what reason other exactly. than seeing michael keaton in the cowl again yeah that's why i went yeah that's, and, that's literally why i went that's that's why i went that's why i bought the fucking cup like, like I was there for Michael Keaton and it was one of those things where like a lot of people, uh, you know, I have, I have a lot of friends who, who were just like, nah, I'm just, I'm not going to give my money to that. I'm not going to give my money to this. I'm not going to give money to that. And I respect that because I'm the same way. Yeah. Like some, like I understand why people actively like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to give my money to that. Like, absolutely. You shouldn't have to, like, we barely get any money as it is. Use your money for what you want. Yeah. So like, I have friends who are like, you know, I'm not going to go see that fucking Ezra Miller is a fucked up person. And I'm just, I'm not going to give my money to Ezra Miller. Mm-hmm. And I respected that a lot. And I was like, and I get that. And I respect that on so many levels. The problem is 
my nostalgia outweighs my dislike for him. Like, and, <laughs> yeah. and, and I'm just, I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. That's what they were betting on. That's exactly yeah. what they were betting on. And they got and, my money. They did. And the they reason, got my money with it. And the reason why this movie failed, in my opinion, was because they put the story and the characters. Barry Allen is one of the best comic book characters Such ever created. out character, dude. His like, powers, his skill so set, his power set, can 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 lend itself to so many amazing storylines and and abilities and his his rogues gallery is is one is like second God, only to it's to, second to, to batman. batman in my opinion yeah it's second to batman he's got a better rogues gallery than superman does yeah like dude mirror really master does. uh freaking captain boomerang captain cold all he the captains waves. you know yeah. <laughs> he reverse top, flash like, eobar thawne eobar like, is one of the most amazing villains in the dc universe and we didn't yeah. get him and we, we didn't, didn't get, get him. him yeah yeah which and, and, really fucking like chapped my ass man like i was, was very such, upset which was such a main part of the flashpoint and and Big th- that's the biggest miss opportunity because they based this story on the Flashpoint storyline, which is considered uh, one of the one of the most pivotal because it basically restarted the DC Comics. Yeah, it led into it, the New Fifty Two. Literally, it's you literally know? the rebirth. So they did it twice. Story? They did it with the New Fifty Two, and then they did it again with Rebirth. Yeah, like after the Apocalypse War, they re- they rebirthed everything because he he ran back in time again. And and that would that lends itself to so much like and that's a like a like an expansive event. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm not mad that they that they that they shrunk it, that they mm-hmm. that they made the story a little smaller because uh, this was this was Barry Allen's first go right. go at, at a solo film. Mm-hmm. I understand that, but if you're gonna do that, don't do Flashpoint. Right. Don't do I Flashpoint. Agree. I was like, then why take anything at all from Flashpoint if you're going to mix it in with, like, Dark Flash and the fucking, the Dark Universe a little bit? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, like, there's so much that they did. And another multiverse movie, dude. Another yeah. one. <laughs> See, and this is, okay. Here's the part that pisses me <laughs> off the most, though. And this is why, like, I was so fucking angry when I saw Across the Spider-Verse, the first one, anyway. Yeah. I was like, son of a bitch. Like, Flash is going to follow this, and everybody's going to be like, oh, so it's like Across the Spider-Verse. Like, no, Across oh. the Spider-Verse is like Flashpoint. Flashpoint came first. Like, DC was really among the first to explore the multiverse theory in comic books. They really were. A lot of people argue that Marvel was. It wasn't. The first time Marvel really, really explored the multiverse was on uh, Days of Future Past with X-Men. The uh, Crisis on Two Earths came out before that. That was Crisis like back on, in the 80s? Yeah. Crisis on yeah. Two Earths came before um, the uh, Crisis, on, Crisis on Two Earths. Crisis then on there Infinite. was Crisis on Infinite Earth. Then came Days of Future Past. And then came Infinite Crisis. Well, Days and of like, Future Past, I don't think, was, it was a multiverse. It was more <laughs> of a time travel story. It, it was, but they experienced two Professor X's, two Magnetos, like two of yeah. everything. So yeah. it is essentially Crisis on Two Earths. Mm-hmm. And because of Crisis on Two Earths came the multiverse. There aren't two Earths. They're infinite Earths. Mm-hmm. And, like, they explored that so much. DC has always explored it. Like, a lot of your favorite universes are dead, mm-hmm. like, in this multiverse. Like, a lot of them have gone and been torn apart, ripped to shreds. 
annihilated. And like through their annihilation, because of Barry Allen came the dark multiverse, which is the negative space in between the moments that should have never existed that happen in an instant and disappear into the ether. That's where the Batman who laughs comes in, fucking the murder machine, mm-hmm. merciless, like the seven evil bat devastator. The Devastator, which became, it was the seven evil Batman became the infinite evil Batmans. And you you get the Grim Knight, Batrocitus, the, and then they get so fucking stupid, Batmanosaurus Rex, <laughs> the Batmobiste, like yeah. it get there's there's literally a Batman fused with his Batmobile that grew into a a fucking uh, monster truck. That is like the most like the the, the Batman the the metal whatever yeah. like dude the yeah. batmo beast I, oh i love that i don't like, just, yeah, just the, it's so ridiculous yeah that's why mm. batmanosaurus rex and batmo beast are the most ridiculously named things ever yeah. and i love that the multiverse dc's multiverse has gotten so nuts that like this is where mm. we're at now like there are anti-universes and people wonder why mcfarland is making so many different versions of batman because they're all awesome yeah. Because they're all fucking Shut up. like the, the death metal Batman willed himself back to life. It's a Black Lantern Batman. It's so fucking stupid. <laughs> but like DC has like everybody's like, oh, they're late to the multiverse party. Motherfucker, mm, they came they and went. Yeah. It's it's literally their example of the multiverse is literally the Superman Flash race. Like who would win in a race like Superman or Flash? Now, most people who read the comics tell you Flash. Theoretically, you're absolutely right. But literally, Superman would win because Superman would reach the finish line. Fucking Flash would get back to 1948. Like, <laughs> yeah. He would go so he'd go so fast. He would go all the way like way back when. So like, yeah, who lost? Superman you know can I go mean? can go about the speed of light. Flash can go beyond the speed of light. Way which is like time travel. <laughs> yeah, which slows like, time down. So he'll be going the speed of light, and everything will stop. <laughs> you know exactly and it's it's one of those things where it's like nobody like dc was really early to the multiverse party super early to it and like the problem is is that every time disney does it fucking rotten tomatoes is like oh that's the fucking yeah it was the best shit ever i miss <laughs> siskel and ebert because siskel and ebert couldn't be bought your movie was good or it fucking sucked like there was no horror movies that Siskel and Ebert liked. Have you ever gone back and watched one of their reviews of horror movies? It stinks. Like it they stinks. They hated horror movies, and like it was one of those things that like I never fucking really appreciated until I got older. Because like you go and watch their review of like the '89 Batman, and they're mm-hmm. like, "Man, this is really good. Like this yeah. is impressive. This is where superhero movies are going. Like bravo. Like I want to see more of that." And then, you know, they did Batman Returns, and they're like, eh. You should see their review of Ninja Turtles. It's brutal, man. Oh, I imagine it's It's brutal. brutal. And it's like, imagine fucking movies like that that gave us so much compared to stuff like this now. Like, that's just so, like, by the numbers. Like, it's so empty and vacuous to me. Yeah. And that's what I'm hating, what they're doing with the DC universe. Because, like, DC was never safe. DC mm-hmm. stopped being safe when they killed Superman in 96. Like, the yeah. safety was over. Like, mm-hmm. there was no more safety in DC. Like, they're killing your favorite heroes. And they find ways to bring them back, obviously. But, like, they're still killing the fuck out of them. <laughs> like, How many times them. has the Flash died? Yeah, <laughs> like, the Flash has died, like, mm-hmm. at least four times. Batman's died, like, fuck me. Like, pick a, mo- pick a universe. He's dead yeah. in it. Like, a lot of times he's dead in the universe. Even in the new... 
Um, Gotham Knights. Flashpoint. 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 Bruce Wayne is dead. <laughs> yeah. Gotham, Gotham Knights. He's dead before the show starts. Yeah. Like, it, like he's dead oh, in a God, lot of it. remind me of that piece of shit, man. I'd rather watch The Flash 150 more times than watch that piece of shit again. Really? I haven't seen Gotham Knights yet. I've been, like, like waiting to give it a try. Oh, yeah, look. This is how much, like, excited we were. Uh, like, dude. The, the Flash Cup. It's a little dirty. That is dope. That's yeah, dope. We, we got collector cups. We were super, we were hyped for the Flash. Like, it was yeah. one of those things where, like, watching the trailer, I'm like, this is Flashpoint. This is yeah. the Flashpoint paradox. Like, instead, Which we always knew. We always knew they're going to go that route, but. I had even <laughs> had, I had my theory. And, like, I was wrong because, like, God forbid they do anything to really twist it and scare you. Like, if you guys haven't seen, and I cannot recommend it enough, if you've got Max, like, watch, go to the DC section. They have cartoons. I've been saying this for a very long time. There's an animated movie called Justice League, The Flashpoint Paradox. Mm -hmm. Watch The Flashpoint Paradox. That's the movie that we should have gotten. That's the movie we should have fucking gotten. It's proof that and you have could do it all in the players minutes. too. Yeah, you could do it in ninety minutes. Yeah, like there was no doubt about that. And like, you could have done so. Like, Flashpoint Paradox is essentially the same as the Flash movie, and the way it starts is that Barry Allen runs back in time to save his mother's life. In doing so, the universe he goes back to is completely different. Everything has shifted. A little to the left. So, like, instead of um, Bruce Wayne being Batman, that night in Crime Alley, Joe Chill, excuse me, shot Bruce Wayne and not Martha and Thomas. He shot Bruce and ran away. And Thomas, Thomas beat Wayne, him to death. Thomas Wayne beats him to death and then becomes Batman. Yeah. Like, in doing that, Martha Wayne becomes the Joker. Which is, like, Oh, they set it up so, in Batman v Superman, dude. I know, and it makes me because so they got two angry. amazing actors to play Martha and Thomas. I know, I was like Lauren Cohen and fucking God, yeah. dude, Jeffrey Dean Morgan yeah. as Thomas Wayne Batman. That would have been, and he's like, a perfect age right now. Yeah, it's, it's shit that right I now. salivate for. Like I really was like, oh my god, like I need <laughs> that. I've been needing it since 2013. Like need it, need it, need it. Never got it. Never gonna get it because everybody looks too dark. It's Gary, yeah. it's not supposed to be lighthearted. The DC stories are dark. Your 1960s Batman doesn't exist anymore. As much <laughs> as I love Adam West, that that Batman hasn't existed literally since 1989. Like Batman has been dark for a very long time. I don't know why you people are pussing out about it now. Well, with all due respect, it. with all due respect to the great Adam West, mm -hmm. his last performance ever, he played Batman in uh batman 66 batman and two-face right right so if that's the if that's the stuff that you guys want to see it's there yeah it exists there. like so bro, like adam west and burt ward literally came back less yeah. than 10 years ago to voice batman and robin on a cartoon william shatner is the fucking villain yeah like he's two-faced what do you guys want that, mm -hmm. that i think that's the thing that bothers me the most is that Every DC fan wants certain things from the DC universe. Mm -hmm. And like they get them. You can get amazing movies in the animated features. And they're 90 minutes. They're full-length movies. Yeah. And that's the part that pisses me off the most. You guys get what we want. You mm -hmm. just won't make them live action. 
Yeah. And I which is fine. Understand. Which is fine. In my opinion, the best Spider-Man movie ever made was Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Right. And I get that. You know, like I get why you would fucking feel that. And even like, okay, watch Into the Spider-Verse and then watch them do it in in what was the last one? No Way Home? Yeah. It's different. Like mm. Across the Spider-Verse, I feel was way did it way better. Way yeah. better. And like that's t- okay. When I saw um no way home that was one of those things that i watched i watched it at my house at my apartment <clears throat> i didn't go to the theater to see it and not because like i didn't want to just i had a million trillion billion fucking things to do and like nothing ever led up and then mm-hmm. by the time i was ready to go see it it was already streaming yeah. and i was like fuck it like I'll, I'll watch it my brother bought it on on a streaming site and he came over he's like i want to watch it with you and whenever my brother says i want to watch this with you i always feel like it's going to be good because yeah. he he like he wants to see my reaction, so I'm like down. I'm in, and I watched it, and I remember my first thought when I when it finished was, I should have saw this in theaters. I feel yeah. like it would have had a bigger impact on me. Yeah. I feel like I would have like holy shit and more. Because like same thing with they, the Spider Verse movies. They're very much theatrical type movies. See, but they they were enjoyable at home. Yeah, like when okay. So the moment in, in No Way Home when Andrew Garfield comes through the portal and he takes his mask off, there really is a pause for applause moment. Yeah, yeah. Like they, they shoot it so that like everybody's supposed to like take it in and oh and like cheer and I clap. saw it. I saw it in a full theater and there was maybe one or two claps because oh, wow. I because it was the worst kept secret. Yeah, absolutely. On, on the on the on the online, you know, it's the worst kept secret. And, and I get why Marvel would try to keep that a secret because, like, I've said, I've been saying it for years. Like, Warner Brothers really blew it with um, the trailer for Batman v Superman because it they literally yeah. showed you you could watch that movie in ninety seconds. Yeah, yeah. and like it, it's frustrating as fuck because, like, I maintain to this day that if you kept Doomsday and Wonder Woman yeah. a secret. Like, and Absolutely. just let the audience experience that because don't they, announce Gal Gadot at, that they cast her as, as right. don't, don't like, announce that because Keep it like, secret. yeah, like, and like I said, if you go back and you watch that movie, they never refer to her as Wonder Woman. No, they never refer to her as Diana. You get no, that. They refer to her as Diana once. They, they, they said when she's leaving the plane, you they hear call somebody Ms. say Miss Prince. Yeah. Right. So that's why like, and that moment is maybe like 90 seconds before she shows up full yeah. gear as Wonder Woman. So like if you don't know like comics the way like we know comics, the way that mm. we know that her name is Diana Prince, like if all of all you know throughout this whole movie, it feels like she's Catwoman. Yeah. She fucking stole something, the way her and Bruce flirt. Like there's this mm. whole thing where they make her feel like Catwoman and it was so brilliant. And because yeah. you're like, oh, it's Catwoman. Clearly, it's Catwoman. And then that moment where they say, Miss Prince, wait, every comic book fan in the audience would go, <gasps> yeah. Like, you feel that. No. Like, that, like, no, that's not, that is not fucking Wonder Woman. And then it's like, no, it's fucking Doomsday. And like, oh my God, it's Doomsday. <laughs> and then, fuck you, it's Wonder Woman now. And it's like, yeah. what the fuck is happening? The last 15 minutes of that movie. Is an orgasm if you're a giant DC yeah. nerd, and they gave it away in the trailer. Yeah, like it makes me so fucking mad. And it's kind of the same thing with Flash. They gave so much away 
like in the trailer. They really gave a lot of it away. They kept enough of it secret. That, they like kept Michael Keaton a secret. They should have like, if they'd have kept Michael Keaton under wraps, mm-hmm. like that would have been perfect. There's a million things you could have shown without showing Michael Keaton. I would have flipped shit if I if I didn't know that Michael Keaton was in it. And then somebody would have told me that like, bro, like Michael Keaton's in it and he's in it for a good portion of the movie. He's really in the Thomas Wayne role. Like if you watch the the Flashpoint Paradox, the cartoon, the animated movie, mm-hmm. Michael Keaton is is taking up the Thomas Wayne role. And like I had even had a theory. And I'm like, watch this fucker not be Bruce Wayne. That's like, what I was hoping for. Hurts. Like I had my fingers crossed the entire time. Dang. Like yeah, so like and, and I and you could have fucking hid that. You could have kept that a secret until the moment that fucking um they save uh, Supergirl. Mm-hmm. You could have saved it to that moment when they start shooting and he could have pulled a gun and blown two holes in two guys' heads. And like, why the fuck does he have a gun? Yeah. Like, because he is not your Batman. This is not the Batman you grew up loving in 1989. Like, this is a different universe now. Like, it's a good way of signifying this universe is not, it's not a mistake. You're in a different mm-hmm. world. Like, you didn't fucking go back in time. You left your universe and you, fu- you fucked your universe up <laughs> and yeah. came this one. And that's such an important, like, thing in the Flashpoint. Like, this universe isn't back in time. You created a new universe. And it's ugly and it's hideous because it should have never existed. Like, yeah. this is your fault, Barry. <laughs> and... Thing. They don't Gary, go what you do? Yeah, and like, nah, like, why, dude? Like, so uh, what we're gonna do right now is we're gonna take a real quick break, and and uh, then we're going to go into depth in depth of um, what this movie uh, probably should have done and the mistakes oh, it made, and uh, the one good part of this movie, which I will say, is it's sixty percent saving grace in my opinion, fifty percent. Okay. So uh, what we'll do is we'll take a real quick break and we'll be I'm right back here. Yeah, on uh, the uh, Movie Know It All podcast. Here on the Know It All Network. We'll be right back. Hey, Know It All Ned here. Thanks for tuning in to the Movie Know It All podcast, part of the Know It All Network. For our past listeners, thanks for following us as we make this transition. We have lots of things in store, so stay tuned. And be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. We are also launching Patreon with exclusive content like early access to brand new episodes, feature-length movie commentaries, and more. All for as little as $5 a month. If you're new here, be prepared for foul language, truth bombs, bad impersonations, and stuff you literally can't find anywhere else. Remember, other podcasts may know a lot, but we know it all. Personal comments about my mom's friends as well, which I think is what I say about. 
love you. Thank you. You seem very nice also. Oh, my God. Crashing you into Mr. White. No, please don't. Uh, sorry if this sounds weird, but are you actively eating that candy bar? Maybe you could throw it to me. In the name of justice. I need you here now, Barry. Hi, Bruce. Yes, I'm coming. Okay, so first thing I want to talk about is uh, is the Flash suit. <laughs> yeah. Okay. How really, awesome does that look? I fucking really loved his suit in this one. Um, it, it was one of those things that like was something I thought they were going to better explain in the movies because it seemed like Zack Snyder really understood what he was doing. Mm-hmm. Uh it feels like another one of those things where Warner was like, yeah, but nobody cares except everybody cares. Yeah. And like, because if you recall in, um, justice league, his lightning was blue. Yeah. And like, in this one, the lightning is yellow and like the different types of lightning sort of indicate how tapped in you are to the speed force. So like yellow, you're really tapped into it. Like red, you're stealing it. And like, and blue was still just kind of learning. He was on the, on the outer edge of, yeah. Like he's on the verge of breaking through the blue. Right. Like the, the, what do you call it? The surface tension of, of the speed force. So like all that shit is really vital and important to like what flash is doing. Like the lightning, the yellow lightning became really important after rebirth. And like, it felt like that's what they were doing. But in this one, they were just like, nah, he just has yellow lightning now. Yeah, I was like, okay, like, sure. <laughs> yeah. I'm thinking that's more of a directorial thing. Like, yeah, like, I mean, I like Andy Muschietti, I really do, but I, I kind of feel like he's kind of a pushover. All these movies have been very, and they have to be, because like, look at how, look at what he did with with it, chapter one. Okay? Yeah, yeah. Excuse me, like it, chapter one was so phenomenally written and shot and done and he did everything right and well and he delivered a perfect r-rated horror movie that fucking made almost a billion dollars box office Mm -hmm. like for a fucking like guy who's only directed a a small handful he had only directed one other major movie before mama right mama yeah yeah mama and like that was discovered by del toro guillermo del toro Mm -hmm. discovered the short film mama on youtube and like started really pra- singing the praises of Andy Muschietti, and they gave him um, they gave him a shot with it because it had been in a developmental hell for a very, very, very long time. Like there should have been a remake for it back in like two thousand seven. That was the original I think, plan. I think at one point, like they wanted Stephen King himself to direct it. And Stephen yeah. King was like, "No, I'm not going to do that again." <laughs> yeah, like after the cocaine fueled like, movie yeah. that was Maximum Overdrive, I don't blame him. So, like, you have all this shit, and, like, it's been in development of hell for so long, and then Andy Muschietti comes out of obscurity. They're paying these people jack and shit, as we all know right now. By the way, I'm a very avid supporter of the Writers Guild and Actors Guild strike. Like, I I fucking, I truly hope it collapses these people on top, because they need to be removed from their jobs. You don't, 
Mm. You don't deserve a billion dollars for saying, yeah, make that movie. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> like the people who write it, make it, all that shit, they need to be the ones who are paid for it. You do not deserve 90%, sorry, 99% of the movie, of the of the money. Like, sorry, I call bullshit. I really, really do. Yeah. And like, we have this whole fucking thing where you, you get the cheapest actors you can find. You get the minimum budget that you can fucking really put out and have a theater quality movie. And like a director who's never done anything before, you do all this stuff and then he delivers this movie. When you don't keep your, you don't stick your fingers too much in it, you let him just do it. And then it comes out and like, holy shit, it's really good. We want you to do a part two. We know this is going to succeed. He agrees to your part two. They even advertise it at the end of the first movie, like end of it, chapter one. Like, okay. So we know there's going to be a chapter two, but now here comes Warner Brothers. Here's more money, but don't spend it on this. Spend it on this. Can you throw in a joke over here? Oh, we got Bill Hader. No, no, no. Make Bill Hader say all the jokes. And it's like, okay, Richie was funny. Like Finn Wolfhard was funny, but he was, you know, a pretty tough kid. Like you're just kind of making Bill Hader do Bill Hader jokes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Make Bill Hader do more Bill Hader jokes. Mm. And it's like, dude, get your fingers out of my pie. Let me make this fucking movie. Like, oh, no, no, no. Can you play that song? Uh, just call me Angel in the morning. Because they did it in Deadpool 2 and everybody laughed. Sure. Like, yeah. Jesus, fuck all the hell, dude. And, I hate it. And this is why I think The Flash failed as hard as it did. So you've got you've got this actor, Ezra Miller, who, let's just face it, man. The guy's a brilliant brilliant actor and he is a talent That's okay the worst part about it i'm he gonna skip talent. i'm gonna skip to to the end right now so that i can tell you the best part of this movie that saves yeah. it for me is when he goes back in time and he takes that can out of the cart oh man it's and he so puts moving. it and he puts it on top of the thing so his dad can find it yeah right dude i broke down dude like i was like that his face yeah. says it all it's so moving dude like yeah. that scene it, and it's Perfect. one of those th- that's the part that like rips my heart out is because you can see where the, people were trying to make a fucking like good movie here yeah and then warner brothers like well no because we have to end the snyderverse and we have to kind of lead into the Gunverse, but not really and then mm. we want michael keaton in it but not really and then we want ben affleck in it but not really. <laughs> and it's like, what the fuck do you idiots You're confusing want? people. You're confusing like, people. Big time. And it's this, see, like, that's the worst part about it is like, they don't want to introduce new characters. They want to reintroduce old characters that we're never going to see again. And this and is my like, biggest problem. This is my yeah. biggest problem of the movie. Here it is. Check this out. We go into the new universe where Barry meets his younger self, which... Mm. Oh my god, this just shows the range that Ezra Miller has. Right. I was like, Ezra <laughs> Miller is playing like two wildly like, different roles. The most annoying person that you just want to punch. And he does. And yeah. <laughs> punch him. Does. But you go, uh, okay, we're gonna go to Wayne Manor, which by the way, every single thing that happens in this in these scenes points to the yeah. fact that this is the exact same universe as the Burton verse. Right. It's the same. Uh, the same Batcave, the same uh, Wayne Manor, same Batmobile, same Bat computer. There's even a scene where he sh- he shows up with a little bag <laughs> with a Joker laugh in it. You yeah. know, 
Yeah. Like everything's the same, right? Okay. Keep that in mind. When they go into Wayne Manor and then this dude with long hair comes out and starts beating them up to a Chicago soundtrack uh, while doing drunken style martial arts. Yeah. And he's like flipping and flopping all over the place. Like, dude, that's not the Burton verse. Yeah. Batman. That's not. I was like, bro, he would have walked in and just pummeled them to death. You wouldn't even have seen him. Yeah, you'd have never you would have never seen him. He wouldn't have hopped up like a monkey. Yeah, like I was like, what are you doing? Like, this is real like Jackie Chan drunken master. Yeah, and and this snuck up on them like a fucking ninja. And this is why it was such a wasted opportunity. Like they just wasted Michael Keaton, in my opinion. Yeah. Um and this should have been Thomas Wayne. Should have it should it should have been Thomas Wayne because imagine imagine the 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 uh, and this is what they did in the flashpoint paradox mm-hmm. he lost his mom yeah thomas wayne lost his son yeah they're surrogates for each other yeah you know? and that's yeah. one of the big that's one of the big character arcs of the movie is where that's how he learns to accept and and it was one of those things where like and i see it and it makes me like want to tear my fucking eyelids off mm-hmm. cuz i know what they're doing like it's one of those like well, we kind of we gotta have a a Robert Downey Jr. and fucking Tom Holland thing with them. Like, <laughs> stop! Whoa! Like, stop trying to marvel this. Like, and, and stop it, it, trying to and stop giving Michael Keaton funny lines, dude. Yeah. Oh, I hate that so much. Like, stop giving Michael Keaton funny lines. He's he's a very funny guy. Michael, some of the best comedy, my favorite comedies have Michael Keaton in them. Yeah. Mr. Mom, freaking Gung Ho, uh, freaking uh, uh, Beetlejuice, dude, Beetlejuice, right? Yeah. The guy's got chops, okay? Like, the fact that he didn't make me laugh in this movie shows that it's not his fault. It's the, it's the writing. <laughs> no shit, right? Okay? Oh, like, my God, man. And then and then he he says all, all like, he he comes in. You remember that scene in The Simpsons where uh, Krusty the Clown comes into the recording booth? And he's yeah. like, he's like, okay, let's get this over. Hey, 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 kids, it's the Krusty the Clown show. Hey, Krusty the Clown. Okay, Garrett, God, you're good, good. And he takes off and he leaves. And then you turn around and you see the engineer. Okay, Krusty, whenever you're ready to go, well, Krusty. <laughs> yeah, exactly. that's what Michael Keaton did. That's he what really Michael Keaton did. He really movie. showed up for the paycheck. Yeah, like I think, and I don't blame him. I don't. I think he read the script, then <laughs> he showed up fully intending to Batman. Yeah, and then somebody was like, "Well, it's not really a Batman film," and he's like, "Okay, well then I don't really have to be Batman, do I?" Mm. Like he, no. he there, there was effortless. This is what happened. This is what happened. You can call me on this. He came in and shot his scenes, mm-hmm. and he, he he even said in interviews like like this like I felt like I was putting on an old pair of shoes. I felt like I was you know like getting back into into an old routine that I that I missed. You know, like I I really as much as I hated the suit, I love playing Batman. Right. Right. And then all the shakeups happened. They got mm-hmm. rid of Zack Snyder. The Justice League flopped. All that stuff happened. And they decided to change everything. And they brought him in for reshoots. Yep. Okay. And at that point, he was like, yeah, I'm... I'm like, I, I'm, I'm, I, I, already, I already did that, dude. Like, I already, I already went in. But Michael Keaton, being the professional that he is, you know, did the best that he could. He did. He did. You know? Like I, I don't think he wasn't bad as Batman. Tongue firmly in cheek, by the way. 
Victor. Especially when he said, like, let want to get nuts, let's get nuts. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. Tongue firmly in cheek. Like he knew what he was doing, you know. Absolutely. But Sorry, it, it, it was waste. It was a waste of, it was a waste of time. They should have brought in uh oh, what's his name? The guy who played Thomas Wayne in, in um what's his name? Jeff, Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Jeffrey Dean Morgan. They should have brought him in. They should have brought him in. I think that if like mm. Sorry, man, I haven't eaten anything today. Um, I think they could have had a really interesting moment, and it could have been so fucking dark and so gritty and so exciting if you got Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Because, like, if you were going to get Michael Keaton for one of these movies, I want him to be Michael Keaton Batman. Yeah. I want it to be dark and scary and, like, the brooding Batman that he is. Like, I'd want all of that. And what they could have really done is had it been Thomas Wayne and you could have had that moment where like the two berries separate and they're looking for Bruce and the one who's lost his power is digging around in the kitchen and you just see the barrel of a gun like, yeah. creeping into frame. Yeah. And then just boom, the bullet goes off and everything just slows down and it's moving towards Barry's face and the other Barry just runs in and like smacks it out of the way and then fucking you just see two gun barrels come out of the dark and fucking that the fast Barry is trying to move them all and by the time he does because he hasn't harnessed his power he turns around and fucking Thomas Wayne already has the gun to the slow Barry's head like already behind him like Mm. who are you and like Bruce it's me and like he fucking like fires the gun near his ear and like blows his equilibrium out and like say my son's name one more time. Like, and I will put a bullet between your eyes. Like Mm. that really fucking dark moment. Like when he fucking catches him in flashpoint paradox and he says, I used to be a doctor Mention my son's name one more time and I'll break bones. You didn't know you had (laughs) like, that's so scary, dude. Yeah. Like it's threatening as all fuck. And they could have really had these moments and like Muschietti one, really could have used his horror chops in there. And it would have been insane. Like, cause Muschietti can do horror. He's proven yeah. time and time again he can do fucking horror. And like he can do comedy. There's moments of levity in this movie. I'm not not to say that there's no moment of levity. It's a flash movie. You've yeah. got to have humor. But mm-hmm. like, even the moment, like, because it is it's dark. The the moment in the time dome, like all the stuff in the time dome could have been really dark and scary. And it looks like it's meant to be. Yeah. It really looks like it's meant to be like, cause I know a lot of people complain about the CGI in that. And Andy Muschietti was like, it was supposed to look like that, but that's been his only defense. It was supposed yeah. to look like that. It was supposed to look like that because it was supposed to be dark and yeah. scary. It was supposed to look like a bad dream because every time they go back, another piece is added to a universe Another universe is tacked on and they start running out of room that these universes start merging with one another. Mm. And like, that's a, I think, they, I, think I think he really should have leaned into that though. You should if, have. If, if that was, if that was the case, he really should have leaned into that because I, I think that's exactly what he was trying to do. And Warner brothers was like, nah, make a joke. Yeah. But I fucking so, hate Warner brothers. Like so, I really do. So instead of getting someone like that, where we get this, this weathered <clears throat> world weary, um, like Batman, who's way past his prime, like a couple years away from Batman Beyond Batman, we we get this guy who who 
beats you up to the soundtrack of you know the Chicago, Chicago. twenty five or six mm-hmm. or like, which is one of my all time favorite songs. But I was come say, on, like, guys. Not, not to say it's a bad song. Yeah, no, it's not a bad song at all, dude. It's one of the greatest ever made. But goddamn, dude, like, and then let, let me. And let that's me, not that's not to say that the fucking original movie didn't have a fucking funky cool soundtrack. Yeah, you know? there's a reason <laughs> I still love Prince. Yeah, but like. It was just so out of place. But they played that the, that music during Joker scenes, right? Which made more sense. Okay, exactly. So let me go to uh, one of the great additions to this movie, which I will defend: um, Sasha Kaye as Supergirl. Oh my okay. god, dude! I'm so mad. This is going to be her first and last hurrah, as Super as Supergirl. Maybe, like, maybe not. We we still have yet, as I, of this recording, we have yet to. Confirm or deny whether or not she will continue as Supergirl. I, I hope, hope she continues. I, because, I really hope they keep her. Because there, there are, because there are certain people who uh, have to like try to convey stoicism and not power. Like that, she was but so good at it. Sasha actually. Kaya, like her face, you see the pain that she's been going through <laughs> because she takes the place of the project Superman in this, in this movie, right. in the original comic and in the, in the animated movie, they capture Kal-El and they, mm-hmm. they hold him in, in a, in a place where there's no sun and they hold him hostage doing experiments on him mm-hmm. in this movie. It's Supergirl. Right. And, Which I thought was a good choice. Yeah. And instead of, instead of the conflict between the Atlanteans and the, and the Amazons, they have General Zod come back, which, right. um, uh, look, I, I would have been super okay with it. And I like the idea of bringing back General Zod. Yeah, I really do. If that was the case, Henry Cavill should have been involved. <clears throat> like Henry Cavill should have been involved or that would have been a really good way of starting the gun universe is bringing well, in the new guy that they've hired as Superman. Well, in my opinion, I, I I think I think that if they weren't going to bring Cavill back, that they did a good job of replacing him, in, right? And then Supergirl, right? Uh, her and and honestly, the way that that uh, Cavill has been playing Superman in the last couple of movies has been more lighthearted. You know, like yeah. you know, he 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 was leaning more towards that lightheartedness, and I think uh-huh. that that you needed, um. You needed this. You needed Supergirl to kind of like like balance it out a little bit, I guess. I, I, I don't know what I'm saying. I kind of no. I kind of lost lost the thread on that one, but no, no. But like, what you, I think what you mean is you need. Look, man. Like I've been saying, DC needs to be darker and grittier. It always has been. Yeah, it's always been a darker version of comic books. Like they go to darker places, and like not to say that Marvel doesn't do that in the comics. Mm. They don't do that in the movies, like. There are some very dark, dark moments in, in like Spider-Man No Way Home. Right. Like there's some very, but see, here's the thing. Dark doesn't necessarily mean brooding and, and like, you know, you know, uh, 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 like I, I'm sitting in a, in a shadow right. while my, while my soul burns, you know, dark and brooding doesn't, doesn't, doesn't necessarily mean that dark can mean as much as, uh, you know, him allowing his mom to die right like and 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 you have because man the stuff with his mom was so good yeah like they did all that right like they really 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 did and it's it's that um and it's so funny that i mentioned that i'm about to say this because 
it's literally that scene right now. You know how I watch the movie while we do the review? Yeah. Um, you could have had... It's that John Peters way of thinking that, like, okay, it's been it's been two minutes. Hit him with a joke. It's been two yeah. minutes. Hit him with a fight. It's been two minutes. Hit him with a joke. Hit him with another joke. Yeah. Hit him with another joke. And it's like, dude, stop. Like, it doesn't have to be that way. Like, we're already yeah. here. You know yeah. what I mean? And it's because they, they have that shit done so down to perfection um, with Marvel. They really do. Because your character is either really funny or he's involuntarily funny. Yeah. Like, I'll never, ever, 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 ever take away anything from their casting choices. Like in Marvel. Because over Robert Downey Jr., and I mean this wholeheartedly from the bottom of my heart, there has never been a more perfectly cast superhero than Chris Evans as Captain America. Yep. Like Chris Evans as Captain America is delivered hundred million fucking trillion percent. Like it's fucking fantastic. Like him just being this stoic person. Like at the end of the day, it's he's a hero and he mm -hmm. cannot change that. Like yeah. nothing will ever change that from him. So when you have these moments of levity with him, it's they're involuntarily yeah. like, oh, I understood that reference like that. But th there, there's there's a genuine there's a genuine uh, 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 feeling coming out of him every single right. time he says no. something like that. Like he's like, I'll put it on the list or I got that reference or language yeah. like that it is, is him. It is, it's timed. Yeah. So perfectly in those movies. Like, and it's and, not and forced. It's not forced because exactly because the comedy is coming from his character, right? And you and know? here's the thing: you have characters that you can do that without forcing it. Batman can be funny yeah. without being a dork. Like like there's a scene there's a scene in uh, Justice League. Uh, I think it's uh, War Justice League War the where. Yeah, the Green Lanterns. Yeah, well, he, yeah. Well, he just he just takes the ring and he's like, "What's this?" You know, like that's funny. Like, no, nah. that's in character. Yeah, and even like you that know? moment where like where Green Lantern tells him like, "You're not some, yeah, just like what are your powers? You're not just some guy in a suit, are you?" And he <laughs> smiles at him. Yeah, like, nah, me, never. Just walks away from him. Like, of course he's just a guy in a suit. We all know that. Yeah, and that's a joke for himself. That he's letting the audience in on. That's good comedy. Or like in the 89 Batman where he's like, you, you weigh a little more than 108. Right. <laughs> you weigh a little more than 108. That's yeah. brilliant. Even and then in this one, you get you get gems like, he's like, <laughs> all right, Barbie. And then the other guy goes, let's go party? <laughs> yeah. Like, boo. Like, okay. <laughs> Even fucking. The, yeah, I you know, know right? You know they forced that. They of forced that they in there, dude. Of course they did. Even that moment where um, they're being shot at by all those dudes in the gulag, and he's yeah. looking at things. He goes, "How much do you weigh?" Like a throwback to that joke. Yeah. And then he pulls out the tape measure. Of course, Batman would need a tape measure. No. Of course he would. I think he would. I think Batman no, would need tape measure. Can, he knows, dude. No, he wouldn't have a tape measure. No, dude. Shut up. Shut up. I, shut up. I think it's just a it's a reference to like why wouldn't he have a tape measure in his belt? Yeah. The, sa that, the same way he would sense, have yeah. he would have shark, shark anti shark spray. <laughs> like, yeah, why wouldn't he? Yeah. Like of course like he doesn't he doesn't need a tape measure, but in this moment he might. 
or why does he go out crime fighting with with uh, retractable uh, uh, ice skating skates? Right, exactly. <laughs> For just in case of moments like this, like yeah. Batman is just always prepared. He doesn't mm-hmm. need a tape measure, but in this moment, better safe yeah. than sorry. And he had a tape measure available. Like yeah. that's fucking a good joke. Like that is a good joke. The fucking, mm-hmm. you know, after he beats the shit out of all of the Joker's goons in the original movie. Excuse me. You ever dance with the devil in the pale moonlight? Pah! So yeah, pa, to the yeah. mouth. Like that's funny. Like there's or in the alley where he's just like this and he, yeah, like, just like over on, and just like. <laughs> Like that's it, you can do Batman jokes in yeah. character. Like even as much as I laughed, it was one of those like yeah, but this is a little daredevil. I don't want it. Yeah. Like with with Affleck in the beginning, the you know oh, like I I like the line the I, I I'm way too whatever to fucking uh, say thank you to somebody else. Yeah. Like and he's touching the lasso. There you go. I'm way yeah. too egotistical to thank somebody else. Yeah. Like. You could have fucking, like, just, uh, and just had him drop it. Like, Batman would figure his way out of the fucking lasso of truth. No, Batman, Batman wouldn't, wouldn't be, wouldn't be subservient to it, because it would, because his mind, he's trained his mind. Yeah, exactly. Because, like, like, you can't get into Bruce Wayne's mind. And, like, you could have had a moment where, like, that part broke him, and he was like, oh, like, nope, no, no, no. Like, just starting to realize it and fighting it off. And, like... I, I get why you have the jokes, but like they're so spoon fed yeah. and they're so out of character. Like even in the, the, the Whedon justice league, Oh yeah. Something's definitely broken. Yeah. My spirit, yeah. dude. <laughs> like that is not a, that's not Batman, dude. Guys, just, I fell on my keys. Yeah. <laughs> it, 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 it's a fucking Garth joke. It's a Wayne's yeah. world Garth joke. Like guys, I fell on my keys. Ow. Like that's, a, that's an interchangeable joke. Pete Holmes. <laughs> With Pete Holmes, exactly. I was literally going to say that. It's an interchangeable yeah. Pete Holmes jo- joke. Yeah. And like, I don't want it. Like, Batman no. can be funny. You don't have to force it. And like, the same way, like, you could do jokes with Ezra Miller. He can, Flash is funny. Flash mm. is sarcastic. Like, he's easily irritated and can make fun of like anything. And you have that in Ezra Miller. And then you have this other kid, this other version of him that can portray the pain. He's only a couple years younger than he is. Yeah. <laughs> and like you can portray the the agony and the hurt and, and portray the the just the misguided version of himself. The young version that didn't know what to do with the speed force. Like compared to the one that knows how dangerous the speed force is. Yeah. And he's learning that in this movie. Like he's learning that lesson in this movie. And I, I, I don't know. I just think they could have done so much more because, and they mentioned this in the film itself where he's like, where he's like, uh, you know, you had her, you had her your whole life. You know, I, I, I didn't, you know, like you, you use, you use monkey as, as a dartboard, you know, mm-hmm. the mom gave us that. That's the last thing mom gave us, you know? And like, here's the thing that bothers me about that. They imply that he's already done this in justice league. Yeah. Like, when he says, like, you can't run back in time even for a moment. Like, I know what kind of damage this causes. It's dangerous. The last time you saw it, he saved the world. <laughs> right. And, like, but that's the thing. In doing so, Bruce Wayne is having visions of the nightmare. Like, in him doing so, and him moving back in time, that universe is coming closer. That was the implication. 
mm-hmm. and that's what I thought they were going to imply because they flat out tell you in this, but they don't show you. And it's like, they kind of do, but again, out with a joke and not with a bang. Like, that's a dark thought. That's yeah. a really scary, dark thought that every time he does this, the universes have to shift to make room for more universes that shouldn't have existed, and they're getting closer. And when they touch each other, they're going to merge. And we are going to have a crisis on two Earths. Like, it's a huge setup to it. And like, nah, it's George Clooney now. Great. So, Funny. so let, let's, let's, uh, which, um, I, oh God, dude. That, and, and, and I'm so, I'm so, I'm so upset that that's where they left off. Right. Yeah. Because let's face it. <laughs> let's face it. What if they would have ended with, uh, the new Batman that they cast? But then right. again, that would that would have had to have been. I think that's a perfect way, I guess, to write Ezra Miller out completely. That's he's see, no longer the Flash. That's what I was feeling. Yeah. With the movie, like one of those things that he would run back into the universe. He, I was like, okay, because you're setting it up. He's the mm-hmm. Dark Flash. Like, yeah, you're setting that up <laughs> so that when he. When he comes back, it's not him anymore. It's a totally yeah. different person as 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 the Flash. And like, you can do that. They, they did that. They literally did that with Rebirth. Like the the art change. They used it by changing the artists. Now mm. Batman isn't this big buff monstrosity. He's cut. He's lean. Yeah. He's quicker. He's quieter. Mm. Like so. So real quick uh, to wrap this up. What did you think of all the? I guess hundreds of cameos that happened during in the in the in the time dome. Like so, you got we you. got we got Adam West Batman, we got mm. Nicolas Cage Superman, we so, got George Reeves Superman, Christopher Reeve Superman, Christopher <laughs> Reeve, and Helen Slater Supergirl. Yeah. Which honestly, dude, like seeing those two together was a f- because I don't know if you kids remember this or even were even alive back then, but. <laughs> In 1985, they released a Supergirl movie that was supposed to be in the same universe as the the uh, Christopher Reeve Superman. Right. And there was supposed to be a scene where Christopher Reeve shows up in the movie. Unfortunately, he wasn't able to do it because he was he was doing something else, mm-hmm. and that never got filmed. So this is the first time that we've seen Christopher Reeve and Helen Slater as Superman and Supergirl respe- respectively. Mm-hmm. on screen and this was like a culmination of something that they promised back in 1985 mm-hmm. so which like, was nice yeah which was really the main reason why um his family was okay with it mm-hmm. like they were very like nope no 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 no. they didn't want anybody to cgi christopher reeve on a superman body yeah and they were just like nope very against it his kids are very protective of his image very protective of his image so like when they had that conversation <clears throat> with warner like the, the executives came to talk to them specifically about it mm. and explained to them the scene apparently they had already done the scene yeah they, they animated it and they're like look we just want to show you this is all we want to do with it and they explained to them what was happening in that moment and they were like okay like yeah. he wasn't going to talk it, he wasn't going to do any any crazy actions he was just going to stand there and look and, amazing and like he always did. Stoically, yeah yeah it, was it really was and i'll tell you 
<laughs> on my way to the movie theater, I was in the car with Patty, and we're driving, and I said, you know, if they fucking really wanted to impress me, they'd, they'd include Nicolas Cage as Superman. <laughs> and, what, and what was your reaction when you saw that, fighting Bro, the gigantic I, spider in the, the ice fact, cave? The <laughs> fact that he was fighting, the, it's not a spider, it's a Thanagarian snare beast. <laughs> the fact... Uh. <laughs> Everybody was like, I'm just here like Kevin Smith, just like this. Okay, what yeah. Okay, go. Go on. <laughs> like, because everybody was like, why was that Nicolas Cage and why was he fighting a spider? I'm like, it's a Thanagarian snare beast. <laughs> but like, it, it, it was it was such a fucking like, it's what it is. <laughs> like, I don't care. Sorry. He never wanted it to be called a spider. It's a Thanagarian snare beast. It's it's a spider, but just don't call it a spider. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I have so many Thanagarian snare beasts in my backyard. Right. But like, <laughs> I really like that. That made me excited because that's kind of what I wanted for that movie. I wanted to see all the universes colliding with each other. And I got it. And like, yeah, it didn't look the way I wanted it to look. But, you know, nothing ever does when you're directing it in your head. Like, mm. I'm not the fucking director. And I, I personally feel... Andy Muschietti was aiming for something way, 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 way different. Like, yeah. way different. I had, I had even um, read that he had wanted to explore the dark universe. Like, in it, the dark multiverse. So, like, there might have been a moment that one of those planets had the Batman who laughs on it. Mm -hmm. Which, which would have been, huh? The, she's like, she's adamant it was the purple one. <laughs> like, which would have been fucking, like, holy shit. You know, just acknowledge the dark universe. Like, yeah. There is, there is a moment where I, I, I assumed, and like I was wrong. Everything, everything I had assumed and wanted, I was fucking a hundred million thousand percent on. I was wrong about. I was just a hundred million percent wrong. But it's because I forget that Warner Brothers has no balls. Like, <laughs> they're, they're, yeah. they're nutless excuses for fucking executives. Nutless. Mm -hmm. And like, I thought, because I ordered the figures. Like when they came out, like I ordered the whole set. So I have in the trailer, they never show you the dark flash. They never really tell you who the villain is. Yeah. Well, there was a part of me and I don't know if you've read uh, the original Dark Knight's Metal. The very first mm -hmm. time they explained the dark universe. Uh -huh. So like in that comic book, they have <laughs> seven different stories for seven Batmans of seven dark universes that should have never existed and existed long enough for these nightmare Batmans to exist. So, excuse me. The very first story is the story of the Red Death. Mm. Now, the Red Death is merged with, it's Batman and Flash merged together. It is Barry Allen trapped inside Batman's consciousness. Oh. And, what, and what happens is, the story starts with Batman fighting um, Barry Allen with, with all his rogues gallery's weapons. So he has Captain Cold's uh, frost gun. He has Heatwave's heat blaster. He has Mirror Master's teleport shit, right? He's fighting Barry with all these things. Barry's still too fast. And he's fighting him for all these things because he's slowing down. He's getting older. And Batman cannot afford 
to slow down. And Barry will not give him the speed force. So Batman's like, then I will take it from you. So fucking Barry ends up putting him down because he's slowed down. He's older now. Batman hits him with a proximity dampener, like in the leg with it, injects him with proximity dampener. And it only his metabolism will only slow down for three seconds. It's long enough for Batman to knock him out. Barry Allen wakes up strapped to the hood of the Batmobile. And Batman is going to vibrate him on the hood of the Batmobile by taking the car at an accelerated speed in a loop until he merges with the speed force. That was Batman's plan. What happens is the Batmobile rips to shreds. Barry and Batman merge together into the speed force and become the Red Death. So like Barry's still inside Bruce's head telling him to stop. There's no room for Barry's mind, which collects everything in attoseconds, and Batman's mind, which collects everything in the universe. Uh There's no room in his brain for it. So they're split. Sometimes Barry comes through, sometimes Batman comes through, and it creates a split personality that makes him incredibly violent. So in the times that Barry's not in control, Batman is insanely violent, and he destroys crime just burns it to the ground in the most terrific of manners, just ripping through people, vibrating into them and blowing them up. He has electric bats, red lightning bats, that come out and cause speed storms. And if you know anything about speed storms in the comic books, they spin around you and they age you really fast. So he ages people into dust in split seconds. Like, it's fucking insane. I've seen those panels, man. Those panels are amazingly done. Right. Very graphic. <laughs> Very graphic. So, like, here I am thinking, watch Bruce Wayne in this movie. Realize he's slow because he's getting old and he has to take the speed force from Barry. So he takes one of the berries and does that to him, straps him to the hood of the Batmobile. Boy, they set up the Batmobile in the trailer. Yeah. Like, they build the whole trailer around, ooh, is the Batmobile going to run? Hey, look, it's a Batmobile. You want to use yeah. it now? Spoiler alert, he never <laughs> drives the fucking Batmobile. Man, that never even opens up. Yeah, nothing. They just reveal it when he pulls the thing off. Like, oh, it's a Batmobile. The end, yeah. like, sucked, made me mad, whatever. <clears throat> Here I am thinking, because when I got the figures, that's the spoiler for who the villain is, the Dark Flash. But if you look at it, he has... Batman's it's a Batman suit on the toy like it's it's, you can see it I'm like oh my god they're gonna red death him only instead of calling him the red death he's gonna be dark flash dark night dark flash I get it that's awesome find out who the who the bad guy actually is yeah and I was like but and it's Barry Allen wearing the Batman suit ha 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 I'm like oh I guess you got me you didn't get me good, but you uh, got me, I guess. Like, I get it. I ain't laughing, but I get it. Yeah, <laughs> I ain't laughing, but I get it. Like, it fucking, it made me so, like, I, honest to God, I was a little butthurt. Like, I hate when my ideas are better than the movie. And yeah. I hate when my ideas are only a little bit better or just fucking brushed off from the comic book. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's one so, of those things where, like, so you have writers... That get this. What is wrong with you? Hundreds of writers. Like I don't but, understand why they don't get to them. 
so I will say this, man. Um, this movie, while it was a disappointment, it, I, I don't regret watching it. No, me neither. Um, I, there are some scenes that I, I really enjoyed. Mm-hmm. Um, and and uh, th- this was a hardcore controversial scene, but I, but I thought that him saving the babies was freaking hilarious. Oh, it was. I thought it was great. Um, I thought that the climax was extremely well done like him and the speed force it was very well done um that would have been if there was a better movie yeah climax deserved a better lead up yeah it did and and it really had nothing to do with the build-up like honestly it it, the the it seemed really tacked on yeah as good as it was as good as it was so um the movie ends you get the george clooney uh 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 cameo also, and then you get a it, Jason Momoa cameo, which was it's funny but pointless. Like, mm-hmm. I'm okay. This is the second best use. It may be the first best use for me mm-hmm. of the one F word you get in a PG thirteen movie. Mm-hmm. Like when when George Clooney walks out of the car. Oh, who the fuck is this now? <laughs> like, fuck, dude, that was so funny. I was like, what an epic way of saving that. Like, then, fantastic way of saving that. And then the 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 cherry on top is two flying off. Which mm-hmm. is funny once, guys. Come on. <laughs> I didn't need that. Yeah. You didn't need the tooth. Like that that was like that really was a that's all folks. Yeah. I was like, nope. You didn't have to fucking, you know, Mary Melodies me. You didn't have to Looney Tunes. So with that sense, in, in that sense, um, I'm gonna say good riddance to the uh, to the to the Zack Snyder verse. Um, I, I didn't like where it was going. I will uh, say so long and charged. thanks for all the tries. Yeah, like he yeah. tried, dude. Like Warner Brothers was just they were so ready to not make any money. No, like they, they were they were they were so hell bent on 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 keeping up with Marvel when. They so didn't stupid. realize that that the characters of the DC universe, they're all, um, they're all solo stories, man. Yeah, you know. Can, so like, I go back and I watch because you're right. Civil War is probably one of the best movies in that entire Marvel verse. Yeah, like Civil War really is. But you have that build to Tony and Steve, like. Their characters, I've, ha- like, I've had it with your shit. Your sense of justice is wrong. Mine mm-hmm. is right. And like, yeah. that's the problem, you know, with justice is like, whose sense of justice? That's why there's only one way of justice in a country. Yeah. Because you cannot have multiple versions of it. Like, because then your version of justice isn't equal to this version of justice. You like, know the, the the Blue Beetle movie that's coming out right now. There's a line in the trailer where George Lopez says Batman's a fascist. Yeah, and everybody got all up in arms, and I'm like, but he's right. But he's yeah, like, but Batman's a fascist. Batman's a fascist. Like, I mean, so, his fascist ideals line up with our own, right? Like, punish sure. punish the, the the evil or whatever the bad guys, but that's fascism, dude. Yeah, like he's they, they get, they get yeah, no. Yeah, <laughs> they get no trial. They get no due process. That's fascism, dude. Yeah, like sorry, really, that's fascism. It really is. Like you know, Batman drops them off at Arkham. Yeah, like, and they, <laughs> yeah exactly. like they don't go, they don't go to fucking and post bail. He just drops them off at Arkham. Yeah. And so like, 
so even yesterday I saw a radical I follow this thing called radical graffiti. Yeah. And somebody put a cab means Batman. And I was like, shut up. Like it does, but shut up. Yeah, shut up. Like I don't want you to, I don't say it. Yeah. Like I mean he could he could use all his money to uh to to help support the poor and you know the people who are you know actually doing the crimes for reasons that they can't yeah. help. You know, right. but no, no, he dresses up as a bat, which you know, which is fine for fiction. But see, and that's that's the weird thing is like in some instances he's acknowledged that and all his money goes into rebuilding Gotham constantly. Ben Affleck's character rebuilds Metropolis, helps to rebuild Metropolis with Lex Luthor along with Gotham. Like he does everything he can with his money to help situations. And then you have stuff like Robert Pattinson facing his privilege for the first time. Like the real villain in the Batman movie with Robert Pattinson is his own privilege. Yeah. Like he has to face the fact that if he didn't have money, he could have been the Riddler. He would have been the Riddler. Exactly. Yeah. He could have been Catwoman. Yep. These are all people that suffer from the same exact thing he suffered from. Mm-hmm. Only they didn't have money. Not to minimize his loss, but I mean, that's, that's true. It's that's the, the truth. Fact. Yeah. Like, it's just the truth, dude. Like, like it, it, you have to face your privilege somehow like it's one of those things that people don't want to hear it's just the truth of the matter and in some instances batman has had to face his privilege he really has the batman movie with robert pattinson is a prime example of it and it's fucking done really well and the, the problem is because there's so many universes you throw them all at one time and it kind of fucks them up because you could have really 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 built up batman v superman you yeah. could have had two movies for like could have had Man of Steel one and two, Batman one and two, and then it could have led to Batman v Superman and them mm-hmm. not trusting their own senses of justice. Yeah. Like Batman being incredibly violent and burning criminals and Superman fucking like you cannot label them anymore because they get mm-hmm. killed in jail. How is I that love, my problem? I, I love the idea that uh Batman kills and that it's Superman who kind of like puts him in his places like dude, like like, like he gets his no kill rule from Superman. Like, right. I, I, I really like that idea. And, and you could have built to that. Yeah, and and if you guys want to know what the what the Snyderverse could have been, uh, go check out. Uh, they leaked the script the script for uh, Ben Affleck's Batman. Oh man. Uh, they uh, sooner or later, I, I'm I'm guessing we're gonna get the uh, uh, um, the director's cut of uh, Suicide Squad. Fucking David uh, Fincher's Batman. <laughs> like we're gonna we're gonna get all those. Uh, check out some of the original league scripts with the Flash. Uh, yeah. That was from like ten years ago. Um, this 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 whole this whole situation was just a, a clusterfuck of massive proportions. And I'm glad that they finally came to their senses and they brought on a storyteller like James Gunn because good god, what he did with the Guardians of the Galaxy. Have you seen part three yet? I have not seen part three. Dude, I, I have I have it. Like I've purchased it, but I haven't dude, watched it. It is amazing. It is my favorite. It beat for a long time. The Winter Soldier was my favorite MCU movie. And Guardians t- of the Galaxy is my new favorite movie. I'll tell you. Um one of the things that I really I don't like saying it because um I don't like giving this much credit to this movie but it was um guardians of the galaxy will always be my favorite thing that marvel has ever put out ever until you see guardians of the galaxy 3 
See, and I love part two also. And here's yeah. my thing. Um, Guardians of the Galaxy 1 is Raiders of the Ark, The Empire Strikes Back. Mm-hmm. Like, it is, it's Indiana Jones in fucking space. Yeah. And I love it. <laughs> I yeah. love it so much. If I was a little kid, like, I'm mad that that movie came out when I was in my like, like late 20s, early 30s. Mm-hmm. That's the part that yeah. upsets me the most. Because as a child, I would have fucking static clung to this movie. Like, <laughs> yeah. I would, Star-Lord is, like, Star-Lord appeals to every part of the little kid in me. Mm-hmm. Like, Batman does also. But, like, as I grew up, Batman continues to appeal to me. Like, Batman is just one of those characters then, that always appeal to me. Then this movie is going to hit you even harder. Then. I believe it. Yeah. So how ironic that we, that we spent the entire time uh, talking about Batman and other superheroes other than the Flash in his own movie. <laughs> well, that's just, I mean, the, the Flash wasn't the main character in his own fucking movie. Yeah. They so. sure shit didn't revolve the trailers around it. The, the trailers revolved around fucking Supergirl and Zod and Batman. Yeah. Like the whole trailer. Because they had already let Ezra Miller go. They're like, yeah, you're a lost cause. You're not even going to be at the premiere. That's fine. Yeah. So and, like, uh, even when he, you know, he wasn't the premiere. He just wouldn't answer questions. Yeah. Warner, Warner was like, I'll fucking kill you. Like, yeah, I'll kill, kill you. So, say, so, something, say anything. See if you don't get stabbed. So I'm not going to say go and watch The Flash because uh, if if you've are, by this time you've already made up your mind on whether or not you want to watch that movie. Uh, it, it does nothing uh, so, for any stories. It does nothing for any future. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just a standalone thing. And um, there are some enjoyable parts. I, I will uh, say this. I will say this about the movie. Like, <clears throat> I am, for all intents and purposes, the Zack Snyder fanboy. I am. <laughs> Zack Snyder has never done wrong in my eyes. Every movie Zack Snyder has ever put out since fucking Dawn of the Dead, I've been a fan. From day one, I've been a fan of Zack Snyder. Him doing Watchmen is still a perfect movie to me. Um... 300 is one of my all-time favorite action movies. I even liked fucking um, Sucker Punch. Like, Dude, Watchmen is one of the best comic adaptations ever. Yeah, I agree. I agree wholeheartedly. And it, it makes my top 10 movies of all time. Like, Watchmen is so fucking perfect in every goddamn way to me. And um, I will say this. As much as I am a fan of Zack Snyder, he has some of the most infuriatingly toxic fans out there. Um, I have seen people make pictures of Henry Cavill Superman tearing James Gunn's head off. Um, if you're one of those people that posts that picture, seriously, go fuck yourself and stay away from my movies. <laughs> like James yeah. Gunn has really done no wrong to me. Yeah. Like in the Marvel unit, it's weird because as somebody who doesn't like Marvel movies, I love the James Gunn Marvel movies. Mm-hmm. Um, if you didn't like Peacemaker, you're not a person. You're an android. <laughs> there is no yeah. hope in your heart of joy because Peacemaker is one of the best TV shows I've ever seen. Like one of the mm-hmm. best TV shows I've ever fucking seen. And it's such a blast. I not only trust James Gunn with the DC universe. I look forward to seeing what he can do. That being said, if you've followed Zack Snyder from Man of Steel, walk out with him and like go out like Henry Cavill 
with your fucking head held high and mm -hmm. be proud of what everybody did and what everybody worked for and not angry about how much Warner tried to fuck it up because they did. Yeah. And I'm angry yeah. about that. And I felt that anger and I've gone through it. But looking back does not stop me from watching Batman mm -hmm. be Superman. Doesn't take my love away from Batman. Doesn't take my love away from Superman. I adore Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman. Mm -hmm. I enjoyed Ezra Miller as The Flash. I wish Ray Stevens could have gotten um, to play Cyborg on his own. Mm -hmm. Like, I really wish we could have had all these things. Yeah. But, uh, you know, like they say, uh, don't cry because it's over, smile because it happened. Exactly. Like, we got some really good stuff, man. And, like, again, I will always say it. I'll never know if Batman v Superman's a bad movie because it delivered everything yeah. I have ever wanted in a Batman so. v Superman movie. I got everything I ever wanted. Uh, with that being said, I have one more question for you, Will. Yes, sir. If they did it right, if Warner shut their fucking faces, minded their own business, and let directors direct, mm -hmm. who would you have liked as Eobort Thawne, as the reverse Flash? As a reverse flash. Mm. Damn. That's a that's a that's a heavy question because I've only seen him done really well in um like he was done really well in the Flash TV series. Yeah. Um he was done well in the in the Flashpoint. Mm -hmm. Um but if he's supposed to be like like a, a a visual opposite to Ezra Miller, um Topher Grace. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm not opposed to Topher Grace because you know uh, who I would pick? Uh, Neil Patrick Harris. I would have loved to have seen Neil Patrick Harris as The Flash. Like, after seeing him, and as much as I hated the new Matrix movie because it sucked. Sorry, mm -hmm. don't care. Well, the last three Matrix movies sucked. Yeah. There's only ever been one good Matrix movie, in my opinion. Um, his character in that is so eaborthon. The yeah. taking pleasure and how he was hurting him, and how he was manipulating him. That's Eobort Thawne to a fucking fault. And who I think he think, would have been amazing in that role. Who do you think could replace Barry Allen? Who would have been a great Barry Allen? Mm -hmm. Man, that's so hard. So I am on the, I am on the, the, the boat that I want a comics actor at blonde hair, blue-eyed mm -hmm. uh, Barry Allen. Okay. And Lucas Till, man. Lucas Till would have been good. Yeah. I think he would have been really good. But like, my, my really dream good. cast he's a, good, was, he's a good he's a good choice for Flash now. My dream cast has always been Neil Patrick Harris because I, I just think he, he he exudes um like everything that Barry Allen he voiced Barry Allen in a couple of the cartoons. Did he? Um yeah, he did. I don't know. I know and, he's uh, the, I know he's Nightwing in Under the Red Hood. No, he 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 voiced Barry Allen in, in uh, one of the very early Justice League movies. And like for those of you who who like, one more thing to praise James Gunn, mm -hmm. like because I don't ever want to hear any of you ask still say he's not listening, because yeah, he has cast and I have been wanting it forever. You've all been wanting it forever. We. Have all wanted it forever. Mm -hmm. Nathan Fillion is going to Green be Lantern. a Green Lantern. He's not going to be yeah. Hal Jordan. No, he's gonna, he's but he's fucking Guy Gardner, which is a much better fit. I think. which is a much better fit. <laughs> yeah, but we finally got 
Nathan Fillion as a live action Green Lantern. I don't ever want to hear you assholes say that James Gunn's not listening to you. Yeah. Like that is an incredible casting decision. Yeah. A fantastic fucking choice. I cannot goddamn wait for that. If I die before I get to see fucking Nathan Fillion as a fucking Green Lantern, just know that I'm angry at the world and I'm haunting all of you. <laughs> well, haunt a movie theater, dude, so you can watch it. <laughs> nah, I'm going to haunt y'all. Nah, haunt y'all. <laughs> all right, man. Well, with that, we, hey, uh, Bob, uh, real quick question. Where can uh, people find our awesome podcast, man? Oh, man, wherever fine podcasts are sold, we're on Podbean, we're on Spotify. I love us on Spotify, Will. We should, like, more people should fucking jam out to us there. Yeah. And then there is that, that, that one that I always forget. Good yeah. pods. Good pods. I always good forget pods. good pods. Not today, yeah. but I always think good pods. And guys, if you want to throw a couple of bucks our way because we're poor and, you know, we we, we, we like money and uh, we want to buy more stuff with your money. So if uh, you guys can I go and I, I do not have enough Batman figures. Check out our <laughs> check out our Patreon, the patreon.com slash all network and uh, throw us a couple of bucks, man. It's it's uh, cheaper than a cup of coffee. Less than 15 cents a day, y'all. Cups of coffee aren't cheap anymore, are they? No. Like, bro, I have to go and get like my wife coffee at, at Dunkin'. She's like, I don't do Starbucks. Dunkin's. You should try right. Dutch Brothers. You tried Dutch Brothers? It's like I'm right not, here. I've not tried Dutch Brothers yet. Yeah, you might want to try it because it's like closer. <laughs> but, it is, uh, but like, I go fucking, I get her, her drink at, uh, at Dunkin' and it's 5.28. Good God. $5.28 for a Jeez. fucking cup of coffee. Well, better be a pretty fucking good milkshake, man. So <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll give it this. It's good coffee. <laughs> yeah. I enjoy so, uh, Duncan's coffee. So <laughs> in, the, in the plus column though, they make a hell of a cup of coffee. They do. <laughs> so, uh, uh, oh yeah. Also one more thing, guys, uh, go check out the blue beetle. Um, it had a really miserable opening weekend. And, uh, I, I get the feeling like this is one of those movies that deserves the attention and deserves love because, Unfortunately, it's attached to a toxic franchise right now. Yep. Uh, but go see it, man. See, if, if I had it, I haven't seen it yet. So don't, you know, nobody tell yeah. me. Yeah. But if I had it my way, this is where we would introduce Nathan Fillion as Guy Gardner. Mm-hmm. Because the scarab is the natural enemy, his natural enemy is the Green Lantern. Mm. Like the scarab reacts violently towards Green Lanterns in the comic book. Well, and that, are. and that's because the scarab, literally does, what the Green Lantern ring does. It just does it artificially. Mm. Like it, it can build any kind of weapon you can think of. The same way the Green, like your lim, Green Lantern's ring is limited by the imagination of its wielder. Mm-hmm. So is the scarab. And like the scarab is intimidated and views Green Lanterns as a threat, because the Green Lanterns are trying to rid it from the universe. There we go. So, so like, there's there's some open doors right there, man. And I'm hope if I had it my way, it'd be a great new introduction to that universe. A uh, great way to say hello to that universe. But mm-hmm. uh, either way, uh, I'm gonna go see it. I'm gonna take my my hard earned pesos and I'm gonna go check that fucking movie <laughs> out because yeah. I fucking I I love everything DC, man. I really do. And uh, as long as Warner shuts the fuck up and lets James mm-hmm. lets James Gunn do what he does best. And it's in good hands. I have, I have, uh, I have good faith in, in James Gunn, and I look forward to what what they're going to do. 
Um, goodbye, Zack Snyder verse, and uh, hello, James Gunniverse. Yes, so. sir. So with that being said, I'm Will. I'm Bob. And my friends with the Movie Know It All podcast here on the Know It All Network. We will see you guys next time. Later. <laughs>